Cork. Brought to you by La Heart Skoda, the new name for Skoda in County Tipperary. Check out laheart.ie for their latest offers. Hello, good evening and welcome to another edition of Extra Time. My name is Ronan Quirk. We're here until 8 o'clock this evening. We'd love to hear your thoughts and views. Our text number is 083 311 3311. Lots to look back on tonight after Tip go to Nolan Park and secure a win. First time winning there since 2008 and how many times have we been leaving Nolan Park? Sometimes after classic matches but coming out on the wrong side, sometimes after extra time. But we still, over the last intervening 15 years or so, coming out on the wrong side. So it's always great to go to Nolan Park and get a win, irrespective of what time of the year it is. It might be only the second game into the league, but a great win nonetheless. Let's hear from Liam Cal because he was in... up. Oh, beat mood when he spoke to the assembled media including Tip FM's Paul Carroll at the end of the full time whistle Yeah Shane it was nice to see Shane back today and give a great pass for, for the first goal and uh, you know Shane retains uh, all, of his, all of his ability like in fairness and all of that that, that style he has since since he first joined the Tipperary set up so you know he'll be a big player for us as the year goes on but um, no, to answer your question Nicky to get something out of the league we're hoping to get to the latter stages within more competitive games and more preparation the better for the championship you know that's they're, they're consistent performers aren't they and have been for the last number of years with Tipperary so they're a big part of our, our set up but very happy with the younger fellas that are in around them and they're they're learning you know and these boys create a great culture the likes of the older fellas Jamie there and Jason and Dan and, and Noel and all these are setting a really good uh, culture inside with these young fellas to, to get them to aspire to what's required to play for Tipperary. I said it before the game down here in Nolan Park. I came here myself a couple of times as a player, and I guarantee you one thing: <laughs> it's not a simple place to come to, and uh, they ask big, big questions of you. And you know, Kilkenny will be disappointed today, obviously, but but they ask big questions of us, and it was a great learnings for both teams. Kilkenny pride themselves on on, on on winning down here, and that's that's always the way. And um, you know, the, I'm, I'm sure tonight they're and the, the the boys won't read too much into this come, come April when the, when the championship starts so um, look it, it's just a bit of work in progress for both sides under new, new managers really yeah this time of the year your hurling is, ne- is not where it's going, going to be or need to be so um, I'd be hoping that that'll improve as, as we uh, you know as the long evenings come in and we start hurling a bit more in training and, and ease back a bit on the physical side of it so uh, just the way sorry, just the way the second half went in, were you a little bit worried when they got it back to four obviously after being such command at half time I, it would be worried alright but it's a, again you know I said to Mikey beside me it's, it's a great challenge now to see how the players react between the lines you know and see how they figure it out and you know they they you know fought away and clutched at straws really got a couple of scores there again the run of play and it just kept the, the scoreboard taking over and you know I'd, I'd be hopeful as the year progresses we'll find ourselves in situations like that more often and, and the more often we find ourselves in situations like that I'd hopefully it is the better, we, better we'll get so next Sunday we'll, we'll do it all again in Turles this time and obviously um, you know a different occasion you know remember our our fallen comrade in, in, in Dylan in Dylan Quirk and it'll, it'll bring on a different array of emotions especially for, for us in the Tipperary dressing room but it's 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 one we're we're looking forward to and it's one that um, 
that's very very close to us and going to be very very important Liam can I say uh, you were going in at half time 12 points up what was the kind of message to the group probably maybe didn't expect to be as much ahead at half time just wondering what the message was to the group knowing that probably Kilkenny were going to come back in the second half yeah I'm sure the message was quite simple we had to start the second half which we which we, we did but we didn't capitalise we left two or three scoring chances behind us to drive the scoreboard up maybe to to 14-15 points and we didn't think when you do that to Kilkenny you give them oxygen and they came at us and uh, you know obviously it was to see out the game that was the pri- primary objective um, because you know we, we wouldn't have been seen out games maybe as well in the past that would be a narrative that's out there around Tipperary that they don't see out big leads but today it was important for us to, to make I, sure we saw it out Can I ask about Paddy Cadell as well it looked uh, some sort of a leg injury for him do you have any kind of clarity on, on what that was? No we've, we've no idea yet as to what it is but you know Paddy would be a player that wouldn't be coming off too easy unless it was something that was uh, fairly severe so um, yeah Cahill Barris injury as well Yeah Cahill Barris is a, a shoulder injury so again the way this championship and sorry league and championship is structured uh, our medics are going to be fairly busy again this week and it's you know it, it is tough going on players now so hopefully things will, things will sort themselves out and, and we'll get these boys back in the field and it's not too bad yeah. What pleased you most about today? I, I think our battling qualities are our, our ability to when Kenny came at us to, to, to kind of go back to be ordinary between the lines and, and just kind of uh, how would you say stem out that, that wave of Kilkenny dominance and, and just battle through it and keep the scoreboard taking over and get, get the result simple um, Mikey you know was steady back there and is getting getting back into the familiar role that he played there a number of years ago as a, as a, as a minor under 21 so if Mikey can continue that form it's, it's a big plus for us going, going into the, the remainder of the league and the championship That's Liam Cahill speaking to the media after Tipperary's win in Nolan Park yesterday. Let's hear from Tip FM's match analyst, Ken Hogan, who's there. How are you, Ken? How are you, Ronan? Very well. Um, He was most pleased by the battling qualities, Liam Cahill answered in a question there. I I think that's a fair point because we did see some battling qualities from Tipperary that uh, for this time of year... Bearing in mind the pitches are still a little on the heavy side, although we've had a bit of dry weather recently. Uh, I think that was gratifying to see. Yeah, it was really gratifying to see. Uh, in fairness to Nolan Park, beautiful pitch, fine stadium, over 10,000 crowd. Um, a good reaction from Tipperary, I felt, uh, going into the lines then, as Liam alluded to there. I, the backing policies would please him very much so. Uh, there's a physicality, there's an edge to the team. There's a hunger and a desire to the team that we saw uh, probably lacking last year. Um, fitness levels are strong. Um, I would have been concerned that a number of players weren't at their ultimate best last year in the physical stakes. They, that all seems to be eradicated now. So we're up and at them. And I suppose the biggest thing of all, Ronan, is besides breaking the hoodoo and Kilkenny, is that there's competition for places now and there's a real hunger to represent Tipperary again and a pride in the jersey. I couldn't agree with you more because I was thinking about how many players we've seen blooded over the course of, albeit only two league matches so far, but a significant number of players like the calibre of Valentine and seeing significant game time, the two champions, Enda Heffernan, um, young Johnny Ryan, who I thought had a fine spell yesterday, uh, Connor Bow, all these fellas, I, I mean the combined average age of the fellas I've just listed out to you is probably well under 25. Oh, yeah, and they're all Liam's foot soldiers, you know, winning minor and under-20 and under-21 titles as well. Owen Connolly coming in for Cahill Barrett as well. Yeah, good so, call. Um, yeah, over, yeah Liam, Liam mentioned it. Yeah, Liam mentioned it. Obviously, the experienced players and the leadership they're showing, but we've got to think of Johnny Ryan, that late rallying run 
to, to, to win a pint for Mark Kyo, another one of the young guys. I think that was a huge confidence uh, builder for Mark Kyo as well. He needed to get his name on the scoreboard after coming in. It was a brilliant pint to finish out the game for Tipperary. So, um, all in all, I think, you know, there's a lot of hunger there. There's huge competition. Uh, the team are playing well. Uh, winning is a habit. You know, we got into a losing habit last year. Winning is a habit. And I think overall, you know, even the Kilkenny public would have been very uh, impressed by the nature in which Tipperary approached the game and the level they played at. Uh, there was a couple of moments in the game yesterday where you thought if Kilkenny were to score a goal here, we really would they'd ask, be asking serious questions. But I thought Jason Ford knocked over two points, one from a, one from a sideline cut, and then there was a, a, a sort of an interception from a short puck out, which immediately put the ball back over the bar. And I thought that settled any potential nerves that might have been jingling a little bit. I would have shouted it out. We also have to go to our defence as well. Uh, Barry Hogan made an outstanding save after half time as well. Um, that would have changed the game as well because with the modern day game, you see it was, you know, relatively high scoring, 224 to 121. But, you know, eight points is no lead now. We saw that, you know, with Limerick and Cork a number of years ago in a quarter final where, uh, you know, uh, Cork were five, six points up and got caught at the death by Limerick. So I think, I think from our perspective, you know, uh, Barry's goalkeeping, his puck outs was absolutely outstanding. So he is the number one netminder at the moment. Uh, and and uh, it was hard looking at Shelley, obviously, he was injured for use of this game, but from there right down to, you know, uh, to 15, to Connor Bowe, you know, the athleticism in the, this, this team um, is, the, is the big talking point because uh, that, was, that wasn't, uh, wasn't our 40 up to now, um, Roland. Now we have that type of athleticism, we have that type of speed, energy, power, strength around the pitch. And the biggest thing, I suppose, for me, because you probably have heard me, my hobby horse really was, winning our own ball. We weren't doing that. Now we have forwards putting their hands up, taking the ball in the sky. That's a must at this level. You see the TJ Reeds of this world and the Hegartys and Morrises of this world. That's what they're able to do. Now we have players assuming that responsibility. So it's, it's, it's going to be a very, very interesting league campaign. As you mentioned, Liam Cahill wants to get to the latter stages of the league. It's huge preparation for championship. But... Um, We'll, we'll, we'll be chomping at the base come championship please God yeah I know it's all a lot of positives Ken as always thanks for your efforts over the course of the weekend we'll talk to you real soon anytime Ron thanks Steve that's Ken Hogan who was our match analyst in Nolan Park yesterday let's get a different perspective delighted to welcome on to Tip FM uh, Paul Curran who of course was with the Tipperary backroom team in recent times and it's good to speak to him how are you Paul? Hi Ronan Paul what's impressed you so far this year? or is it too uh, early to even ask that question about being impressed? <laughs> Well, all, you're always happy when you have two wins uh, under your belt starting off. So, um, yeah, yesterday it was it was a good, solid performance. Um, you know, so the, the manager would have been happy for that. You know, again, Barry Hogan, good, solid. You know, one or two good stops there. Puck outs were were good, consistent. Again, the full back line, I'd say they're they've been happy there, especially with Mikey Breen. Um, I know the next two games he, he'll be tested a little bit more but he's very comfortable bringing out that ball he's so powerful and, and Johnny Ryan is is playing well there he's a lot of legs half-back line again was, was was solid it was great to see Ender Heffernan there he's very he just does the simple things right um, 
So again, you know, up along, Dan, it was great to see him going forward a little bit more. Um, Before you go up through the lines, let's just talk about the defensive six for a minute. Because if you suppose and there was a championship match next weekend, which clearly, obviously, is 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 a fallacy. But you know, there's probably three players nailed on for a starting berth in the back six. Probably Barrett, Breen, and Ronan Marr, which gives huge competition to other fellas for the other available three slots. Is that a fair analysis of where we're at right now? Um, possibly, yeah. I suppose <clears throat> you'd never look at them being nailed down, but they're they've a lot of ex- experience. Those guys, yeah. Um, you know, it was the first time I suppose me seeing Parry Campion there, and he's, he's a fine, big, big, strong player. I didn't realise how big he was. Um, and you have Brian O'Mara there come on as well, and he's supposed to be, you know, he's been talked up as, as as possible number six. So it's good to have it that way. They're they're big physical players. A lot of those guys, you know, you've mentioned. So so that's that's and, and they're mobile. You know, Owen Connolly came in as well, and he he done fine as well. So that's the modern game now. You know, you need to be flexible and adaptable and be able to play in any of those positions. There was some um, sloppiness from Kilkenny which I think is fair to say which did feed into our performance Aye, yeah but I suppose you can only control your own your own game you know um, it's hard to believe we, we haven't won down there since 2008 um, it's only when you know it, it's a long time so it's never easy down there but you know that, that's their own issues um, you know I suppose their own fans weren't too pleased even leaving the game but all we can do is look after our own house yeah I wouldn't be worried about them yeah exactly yeah. They, they'll be fine <laughs> Yeah, we, no. we, we won't get too worried well no I, I mean it's good to have somebody from the border uh, on it makes your day a little bit easier I imagine when you come out of Nolan Park with a win um, you then talked through the lines and you were talking about Dan and the experience Dan brings in midfield uh, Connor Stakelham unfortunately out with an injury at the moment um, but again Lots of competition because Noel is so adaptable. You can put him in the in the half forward line, and he can easily slot back to to midfield. Yeah, yeah. He the powerful first half there. He was causing Kilkenny an awful lot of trouble. He was just uh, dropping back, and um, what Park was didn't know what to do with him. I suppose he he just got on so much ball in that first half, and he was orchestrating everything. It's just his attitude. And even there in, in, in the second half, you know, I suppose he'd be out of character a little bit from, but he was definitely, um, you could see the passion in him there, the little, little bit of a ruckus near the end. And it meant a lot to him. And he, uh, he's just a top guy. He's just a top guy. He's just attitude. is unbelievable. Mm. And he's just so humble and, and quiet about his way. And Alan Tynan was away from hurling for a number of years, but he's certainly back established himself now. Another big unit of a player as well. Uh, I suppose, though, when you look at our forward line, you know, you take Jason Ford out of it, You, the question will have to be asked whether there's other scorers going to step up. No, that's a great point, Ron, because I just wrote down, you know, Jason was 115, 16 from play, Jake Morris won two, but then after that, it was maybe you know, three three lads at two points, Noel McGrath, Conor Bo, Alan Tyne, and then one point. So it is, you know, it's just Jason is just so efficient and so quiet about his manner. You don't realise he's actually scored one six, you know. He's just, um, his skill level, he's, he seems to be in really good shape and he's hungry for it. So that'd be probably a little worrying aspect, you know, if you, if you stopped him and maybe one other forward, have we that spread? But, um, you know, the, those those answers will be answered throughout the year. No doubt about it. And like, you know, questions, J- yeah, those questions. But like, Jason's going to have to get a rest at some stage as well, which is then 
where the focus is going to come on where the scores are. Um, like, you know, I, I rattled off a list of young fellas' names to Ken earlier before he came on, you know, and I didn't mention Jake in the list. But Jake has been around so much now, you're almost uh, describing as a veteran, even though he came up through the ranks with a lot of Liam Cal's soldiers. Yeah, yeah, I suppose we... You know, he's still he's still only was he twenty three, twenty four that so he's still a number of years. He's still developing physically, um, you know, mentally, even just just that experience of being consistently staying in the game. You know, he, he scored one two. Um, you know, possibly he, he could have got maybe two or three more points, but that'll come. You know, his attitude is good too. He wants to learn. He wants to try and do the right thing. He wants to be coached. So, um, you know, it's just that experience of. of decision making and picking the right options but when you have you know the likes of Noel and Jamie you know if they're talking to him and mentoring him and that's you know he, he can only get better if he's in that environment you know and I'm sure Mikey Beavens just the top quality forward he was and Liam mm. you know they, they'll make him better player News, like there's a fitness level about them that Ken referenced but they did look fitter than Kilkenny yesterday I thought um, possibly but we don't know what unless you're involved yeah, it's very hard to say what's going on. You know, it's hard to say. I'd heard Tip trained hard this week. Define hard. You don't know what Key Kenny are doing, but um, you know they can only they did look lively enough. Uh, tip all over the field, you know, which which was good. They had that energy and that. So, but they will be during their test. I'm sure Dublin probably have a lot of walk in the bank as well in Washford. So they, that'll really test because they're kind of a running team. So it'll be interesting to see that that challenge they'll pose yeah it's good talking to you Paul and thanks for your time tonight appreciate it no problem thank you Ron. Take care. that's uh, Paul Curran uh, former Mullinahone and Tiberi All-Star All-Ireland winner speaking of All-Ireland winners let's talk to another one uh, Paddy Stapleton's on the line how are you Paddy not too bad Ron how are you very well good talking to you my friend um, a couple of things to bring up our next game is against Dublin in Crow Park Dublin defeated us in the league last year albeit in Thurless and I suppose it you know, we got an indication from a sense of malaise in that performance of where our year was going to go. Winning is a habit. Crow Park is Crow Park. It's a great opportunity for fellas to go up and 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 again put down markers for Liam. Where would you gauge the sort of form line going into that game against Dublin? I'd, I'd be happy with how they're going. Obviously, you have two wins from two. Um, I think two convincing enough performances the first day. Um, they seem to put Leash away very convincingly yesterday like up to half time that's exactly the sort of play you want um, the the amount of running and covering a space and, and not giving the opposition a second on the ball that's what you want and then use of the ball is really good again making goal chances uh, cutting through the middle you know at least checking to see if a goal is on and very very modern style hurling um, which last year you know I, I think Tip tried to implement, but to be fair, I suppose Liam Cal and Mikey Beavens have intercounty experience. They're used to each other. Those players under 20 are used to them as well. So they've seemed to have incorporated, obviously, uh, you know, the third quarter of the game, just after half time, uh, left a little to be desired. But again, back to four points, could have easily swung with the crowd going. And, and you know, Jason and a couple more, Noel and that, you know, picked up them few scores and they needed. So I'd be fairly happy, but there's still loads that Liam, Liam Cal and, and Mikey Beavens will be, you know, being able to go back to the drawing board and say, look, come here, these, these two things aren't right. Um, you know, puck out second half against the breeze, very much hanging in the air, putting yourself under pressure. And I think, you know, there's lots that they'll still look at. 
Yeah, that's true. Um, just to leave it away from Tipperary for a second, elsewhere, Cork have looked impressive in the two occasions I've seen, in particularly their second, second half against Limerick. Um, so would you like, just, just look around the, the other counties for us and tell us what's impressing you? Galway probably are a little hamstrung at the moment with a lot of Fitzgibbon lads not yeah, being able to perform. Um, yeah, look at Cork, you know, I suppose as you mentioned them, Cork are playing well. I think they definitely have a bit more grit than they've shown in previous years um, consistently, I suppose, performing. Even we saw them down in Parky, Parky Ring, I was commentating that game, but they, they, to me, weren't that impressive that day, but they stayed in the fight, uh, which I think is what Pat Ryan is looking for because he seems to be playing a more direct style of play um, and looking for guys to you know, show their aggression and show their hunger for it as much as their technical skills. So, look, I still think they have a lot to prove. Uh, I, I think, you know, they should have been hammering Galway out the gate yesterday. Galway were, you know, they were really dead on the field, dead on their feet. And the fact that Galway scored so much is a small worry for Cork, I think, personally. Um, will Declan Dalton get that room again? Will Conor Lahan get that room again? I don't know. So, as good as they're going, you know, Limerick last week had him down eight points at half time. When when Limerick clicked, they absolutely ran through him. Yeah, they faded the second half. So, likes Cork, you know, still have a lot to prove. Galway, you know, are up and down. Think will perform well in championship. Seem to have the, the shuffling grit in them, uh, but they have lots of question marks over the team as well. So, I think bare Limerick. I don't think you know if we were looking at the championship. You're going to fear anyone. You could lose anybody, but I also think that you could beat anybody. Um, so, you know, there's there's a whole lot to play for. They're obviously Limerick with the upper hand, really. Yeah, and I heard you on with Colin Parkinson earlier on in relation to uh, fellas behind goals and that sort of thing. But it's hard to gauge where Waterford are at yet. Davies only two games in, a draw and a win. But they didn't look overly impressive from what I've seen from them so far. And there's a discipline issue there that's going to have to be sorted out. Uh, there is, yeah, and I suppose Lucas is. Um, we didn't see what went on yesterday, so it might have been something that was harsh on Michael Kiley. But at the end of the day, if you use a hurley, and look at I've often been in the situation, if you use a hurley, you're given the linesman and the referee a decision to make. And anytime you give them a decision to make and then to confer, then you're really in the firing line. So look, that's something that has to be has to be sorted right out. And I suppose look, Davy can be quite erratic on the sideline himself. Uh, as much as he claims that he wouldn't be but I suppose we always see it with the cameras so a lot of time you take on the life of your, your manager so I suppose he want to get that sorted out um, but he'd be more worried about their, their hurling now he won't be overly worried but um, the, the system that he seems to be playing uh, doesn't seem to be very fluid at the minute um, until Waterford or sorry until Leash kind of tired out near the end but they still they'd be very very good like Caelan Lyons looked like he's playing really like as one of the best players in the country just at the minute and then when Ozzy Gleeson came on like it just shows what a difference he'll make but it's interesting like Dizzy Hutchinson is playing out around the field whereas we would know him as a real inside man and it's 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 hard to know really what he's going to be going for Yeah it's true we'll know more when they come to town in a couple of weeks time as always Paddy thanks for your time I appreciate it this evening No Thanks indeed. That's uh, Paddy Stapleton joining us there. Let's take a quick commercial break. Well, before we go, one texter says we had six different forwards from last week. We scored two thirty-two as opposed to two twenty-four. That's not bad scoring, I have to say. For point indeed. Uh, somebody else texts in to say yesterday's win was huge. It was our first significant win against any one of the top teams in nearly nineteen months. Gosh, when you put it in those contexts, it's pretty. 
dark. Uh, he also goes on, or he or she also goes on to say, every player gave their all and win, lose or draw, you can't ask for any more. Let's see where we go from here, but early days. Yet, says that texter, 083. 311 We take a quick break, more hurling after this. Extra time on Tip FM, brought to you by La Heart Skoda, the new name for Skoda in County Tipperary. Check out laharts.ie for their latest offers. Get your nominations in now. Yeah, you can nominate, uh, send a nomination into sportsstar at tipfm.com if you want to nominate somebody for the February award for the Tip FM Sports Star of the Month. Plenty of uh, worthy nominees, not least of which, accidentally, incidentally, the Abbey School in Tipperary Town having a great run of form at the moment. Didn't they win two of their students? Congratulations, Emma, on winning the Young Scientist competition. And they follow it up by beating Mitchellstown in that Munster. Um, um, what is it, under 18, under 19 colleges? Uh, congratulations to them on winning that final uh, c- provincial title over the weekend. Um, anyway, lots more to come to this evening on hurling. Let's have a quick word with JJ Kennedy, who's on the line. Hi, JJ, how are you? Hi, Ronan. Uh, lots to like, I think it's fair to say, and where we are at the moment, and lots of competition. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, <clears throat> lots to like, I suppose. Yeah, it was. Certainly a pleasant change to be able to come out of uh, Nolan Park with a win after all those defeats. Uh, we've had some really rough days there, so it was it was fantastic to be able to to come out and uh, on the other side of it for a change. Uh, lots of competition. I mean, um, Ian Cal put out a very different team this week um, from the one that went out against Leash. Uh, so he's certainly given guys um, play time and. Uh, giving them a chance to put up their hands and uh, certainly the, the attitude is to one of all the guys that, that he's trying out uh, looks, looks very, very positive. No, it's true because like there's fellas in the past who've been squad members and we haven't really seen them. You know, we didn't see a lot of Valentine last year. I think he was sub once in one of the league matches or maybe one of the championship matches. We're seeing him now. Owen Connolly, another player that we didn't see at all last year. He wasn't even in the panel. I think he'd, he'd, opted, he'd gone travelling, he'd opted out or whatever. Uh, lots of competition. And like the likes of Brian O'Mara coming back into this, we haven't seen Niall O'Mara yet. Uh, you know, fellas that will be making contributions throughout the course of the, of the, the campaign, hopefully, there's a lot of there's there's a lot of players trying to nail down spots is where I'm going with this and I'm looking forward to the Dublin game in Crow Park it's another opportunity for fellas Yeah that's true I mean I suppose you know if you were if you were to look ahead at the championship from here I mean I don't think any of us could, could name any no, more no. Than, than maybe five or six of the team that you'd say will definitely be on I think there's I think everything has to be decided on, on every line by the way I, I would be I'm not totally convinced about the full back line um, full back position yet I think Michael Breen will be on, but whether he'll be full back or not, I think he's still very much an open issue. Um, but you can go through all the lines, you know. There's, there's but on that, then you're going to have to almost a bit like the old uh, perennial Irish out half discussion. You're going to have to try somebody else in that position in the event that the Michael Breen experiment doesn't work, or you choose to might use Michael elsewhere. Yeah, and I, I think that is one of the issues. Um, I mean, the long continue with this. Um, you, you don't want to find out in the first round of the championship that it's not working. You need to have that sort of resolved um, before then. Uh, so it is it is a big issue. And as I say, Club Park next uh, Saturday week or whatever, hopefully will will provide more evidence on that. There, there is there is a volume of opinion that that is strongly in favour of of trying in the Heffernan at fullback. Um, and certainly that that view is strong in Kenorty. I know that they they see him as primarily a, a fullback. 
But, uh, Do you not, again, forgive my ignorance in this, but bear with me for a minute, but you kind of need a bit, with all due respect to Enda Heffernan, a bit more seasoned, a bit more, um, sometimes the full-back position is so specialised, it's hard to throw somebody as young as Enda into that position who hasn't the experience of senior into county, let alone senior into county at the full-back position. Well, I, I think... More than that, you, you need somebody whose who sort of instincts are right for the position, uh, which I think is, is the, the first and foremost requirement for us. Uh, somebody who's very good in the tight and a very good man marker, and and you know is able to keep a really really able to 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 close up shutters there. Um, I think that's that's the that's the sort of requirement as much as anything, as much as how experienced the guy is. But it, it's it's just it's one of those issues there, and and. Uh, and, but but again, it's not the same. You go through all the things that it's mentioned. I'm going to stop you for a second, JJ, because your line is a little breaking, breaking up on us a little bit at the moment. I'm just going to, while we're trying to get a better line, we'll just bring in Tom McGrath for a second and see a little bit more analysis. Tom, how are you? Good, Ronald, thanks. Uh, lots to analyse from yesterday, lots of positives. And, uh, you know, I suppose you go back to something I mentioned earlier, a lot of dependence and reliance. I wouldn't say over-reliance, but reliance on Jason. Yeah, but like, he was he was worked into it too. I mean, the, the big thing about him is he scored one five from play, like, which is a big thing. But that was, that, that was attributed to, one, his work rate, but two, other players given the ball onto him, he was the man in the best position or got himself into the best position and took his scores, took his scores well and probably, you know, got more chances, had a lot of chances, like had an inordinate number of wides you know, for one fella in a game. But, I mean, he was getting the chances, putting himself into the position and his work rate was huge and his accuracy was will 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 will, will get better. But 115, you couldn't contend with that for that. Like, it, was, it was great. Like. A lot of work from Shamey as well. He might not have got it on the score sheet but he set up a goal and his work rate was very high. Yeah, like, no, it's just probably running says, oh, a little bit. Forget like, that he didn't play inter-county at all last year, like, so he's got he's got a lot of, got a bit of catching up to do, I suppose, really, but you can't beat a head, like, I mean, then the vision, the vision then to pick out the pass for the, for the, for the goal, like, that was important. That, that was, a, that was a big score at, at the time, like, because you're, you just wanted to put a bit of daylight and you got that daylight and, I think the thing I liked about the thing finishing up is that Kilkenny came at you in the second half which were going to with the breeze and diff- make a different changes but when they got it to four points um, we pushed we were, had another little gear to move into and push down and saw the game out which was I thought a good test for the thing and something that Liam Cannon mightn't say it publicly like, but he'd, he'd, he'd like he'd like to get a test like that not saying you set out the liberty to get them kind of tests but I thought it was an important question one was asked and two was answered right. That's true. JJ's back with us. JJ, um, just on that, where have you seen clear signs of the fingerprints of Mikey and Liam Cal on the team this year? Well, well, I think you know you're seeing it in a number of ways because I guess if you go back and look at the the minor win, the under twenty, under twenty one wins, and so on, and and the way those teams uh, played, I think a lot of people kind of commented yesterday about this. Um, you know, this desire to get goals and um, unlike other teams, you know, we're, we're sort of familiar with Limerick in recent years. They build up huge pint totals, a lot of them from way out the field. Uh, Tipperary under under uh, Liam Cal and Mikey Bevins, uh, very hungry for goals. We we scored two. We had maybe, what, three or four other 
chances or half chances. There was even a point early in the second half, immediately after the throw-in, where I think Noel had had a chance of popping over another point, but he, he saw a chance to go for a goal again, and he passed it across, and, and it actually, I think, it went out wide. Uh, so, but, but that kind of tells you the mindset there, that they're certainly going for that. Um, you know, there's a huge amount of support play, you know, fellas backing up each other, running off the shoulder to, to take the pass. All of that, I think, is, is part of his of his trademark. Uh, huge hunger, huge attitude. Um, all of those things were there in the underage teams that he managed, and I think that they're, they're coming through here as well. Yeah. Um, so, again, the, the, the two tests that are really going to come our way very soon in terms of Waterford, which will be at home, but Dublin up in Crow Park, how would you view our approach to those, JJ, and what we're hoping to get out of them? Wins, obviously. Wins, obviously. I mean, you'd hope that if you... if you uh, We have to go to Corrigan Park as well, I think, is that right? Against, That's right, against yeah. Antrim, which is a tricky one enough, I suppose, to go up there. I, in I fairness, think the their form one, is pretty decent. Let's give them credit where it, it's due. It is. It is. They may not have won, but, I mean, they were... I mean, they were very close to Dublin at the end of it um, at the weekend. Um, you know, I, I think the I think the Dublin one in Croke Park. Uh, it's it's good that it's in Croke Park first of all, rather than Parnell Park. Uh, I don't like going into that place. It's it's a, it's an awkward place to play Dublin. Um, uh, and, and I imagine Liam will be will be happy for some of these lads to to get a run out in Croke Park in the hope that we may hopefully get some chance to go back there in in the summer. But you know. We probably on on form so far. We'd probably be favourites to to beat Dublin in the next round, but I, I see it as as a tricky one. It's not. It's certainly not a, a foregone conclusion. It could, could be an awkward one enough because we we have found them tricky in the past. Yeah, lost them last and, year. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And that was in that was in Thurles. So, um, so again, but again, you'd expect you know a very good test. Um, you know, I think Michael Mihal O'Donoghue will obviously um, be, he he'll, he'll want a big one in this particular game. And uh, I think it'll be a big test. If we win that one, I'd imagine six points should really get us into the semi-finals. Um, we still have the Watford, and we still have the Antrim one. So we're in a strong position, but we're probably in the weaker of the two groups. Uh, I think there's there's more competition. I think in in the other group, but certainly getting to the semi-finals, getting to the knockouts of the league, I, I think is important to have. You know, you, you'll end up in in a semi-final possibly against either Cork or Limerick, uh, perhaps on present form. And that would be a real, a real tester in a semi-final against one of those in the, in the build-up to the championship. So I'd imagine that that would be Liam's target at this stage. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, JJ, many thanks for your time tonight. And thanks, Ron. Thanks, uh, Tom. Just before I let you go, 2008 was the last time we won in Nolan Park. You remember it fairly vividly. Uh, it was the start. Uh, wouldn't say, wouldn't say quite vividly. No, no, but it was the start of a of a process under under um, with tape and building with Liam Sheedy. Well, yeah, like this, you, you you won you won down there, and who who would have thought that that day coming out that it's going to take fifteen years? Now you wouldn't have played very often there, like, but but Kilkenny kind of had upper hand in us for a good bit as other venues as well in the meantime. But yeah, the shoots of uh, like shall we make comparisons between that day and yes and yesterday? Perhaps that players some players started now started the I think Paul Corn would have been a new enough guy at that stage, and he was sitting in a full at full at full back like and getting experience when the Cummins was there behind him, Conor O'Brien, Evergreen Eamon Corker and all oh, that or that's there, Shane McGrath in the middle of the field. So certain Owen Kelly was up there getting the Lara and Lara Corbett. So all different all different fellas like and they had a lot of battles with with Kilkenny afterwards, but yeah, 
we try and draw parallels with yesterday then and say, well, look, it's a, it's a new beginning and perhaps Kilkenny had more players on the team that will be under first 15 that people might be given credit for either. Like, but I'd say they haven't as much collective training done and the Ballyhale lads have to come back into it as well. Like, So uh, I think that you'll you'd be overall happy with it and I think OAS was probably happy enough there too like that you're winning like running in, in the league the, the key points are away wins you're expected to kind of win your home matches but away points are hard to get like and JJ referred to there I mean we have to go to Dublin we have to go to Antrim probably they'd be regarded as two of the the, 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 the so-called week or three yeah, in the group. I don't know if you could say Dun- Dublin are, are, are weak, to be honest <coughs> with you. You know, Leash, Leash clearly... Were and Leash, Leash, Leash and Antrim, yeah. Like, but then I'd be saying this in, when it comes to the cut and trust of it, I think, you know, I'd be putting Dublin nearly, nearly next. But you'd be expecting to win them and it's great to the matches in Croke Park because it gets lads like to play in Croke Park. But um, Parnell Park has been a bit of a graveyard for us. And I don't think you learn a whole lot playing in those small little cramped venues either. Like, and get the crowd in and get your get your two points and move on. And mm. like, get to the. I think it's important at this stage. Like, you made a start. Like, it's, you get to the playoff stage of the league and see where that takes you, vis-a-vis the dates and how you're shaping up. And you know, injuries and things like that then can have can can take its toll as well. I mean, very sorry for Paddy Cadell yesterday. I mean, a guy you know that's probably it's kind of a make or break situation for Paddy at this stage now to stake a claim for a place. Particularly and, with Jer Brown already out, you know. Yeah. They might yeah, be playing uh, for the same jersey. Yeah. But to, but to last only to last only four minutes in the match you now that you're expecting a big performance from him like. I mean Carl Barris is in, in the opposite kind of situation. He's consolidated his position there. But um yeah, they're they're made of tough stuff but I I'd be I'd be more worried about Paddy Cadell's injury than 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 Cahill Barrett's like at this stage. Yeah, We'll but, find out more in a fortnight's time. Tom, many thanks for joining us. We'll talk soon. Okay, Ronan. Thanks indeed. This is Tom McGrath. Joining us there. We've got a break to take. Long overdue. We'll be back in a minute. Extra time on Tip FM. Brought to you by La Hart Skoda. The new name for Skoda in County Tipperary. Check out lahart.ie for their latest offers. One texter says fullback position has been a problem for a few years. Michael's in situ now. He's been he has played underage there. We need to leave him there. Stop chopping and changing as has been done in previous years we also says this texter need to decide on the centre back centre forward and full forward positions now the championship is not that far away yeah we'll be I'm sure lots of fellas will be tried in those positions over the course of the next few weeks and speaking of few weeks I'm nice to be joined on the line by Andrew Friday who is of course the chairman of Clonality Rossmore how are you Andrew? Clonality Rossmore Andrew how are you? Good Ron and thank you very much not at all. Listen, just talk about the match next Sunday. It's uh, Tip against Kilkenny again, and it'll be interesting to see what similarity there are in terms of uh, the teams that are put out, and indeed what kind of a performance we see from both of them. Yeah, no, sure. Look, with uh, next Sunday, I suppose I, I've just listened to Liam talking earlier on. Uh, it's a big day for Liam and and his his fellow um, um, hurlers. Um, look, at sure we know how how emotional it will be for them to be going out. Um, for Memorial Day in a match um, for Dylan, who was, I suppose, uh, part of their big setup last year. No, um, doubt. no doubt about it. But the, the key thing that people need to understand is this proceeds of this all go to the Dylan Quirk Foundation, which the Quirk family have set up in order to try and introduce screening across the board for boys and girls um, so that 
they may pick up on, on something that's underlying that could save even one life. That's correct, yeah. No, it is. And, and look, at, uh, as for the foundation, I suppose, look, it is for a massive, massive cause and a very, very worthy cause, um, Ronan. Um, look, it's going very, very well at the moment. And look, at these God, with a bit of luck, on Sunday, um, it would be the main uh, fundraising event that they probably would have up to date. Um, and, you know, look, at the feedback that we're getting is that there's a big interest and a lot of people um, hopefully will show up and support um, the match on the day for the, the foundation. Well, we're seeing big crowds going to league matches with over 10,000 in Nolan Park. I don't know if you saw this, the, the park, uh, Parky Cueve when Cork played Limerick. I don't know how many I thousand did. were in that for that it match. Did. So it just shows the appetite there is there for a bit That's of hurling at this time of the year and the pitches are dry and firm. Not fast, but they're doing okay and uh, the weather's pretty decent. So why wouldn't you go to a see typically play Kilkenny? No, and I suppose, Ronan, on that also, there's a fantastic booklet um, that has been drawn up there by um, a lot of people. And I suppose Ger uh, Corbett is the main man behind that. And look at that programme that is coming out. Um, it, it's a once-off, like, and it's all about the foundation. And there's some fantastic stories from uh, people that were very close to Dylan, including his own uh, county and club players. And a lot of other people have a lot of lovely stuff in that. And I suppose that, that booklet and that programme is, is a once-off thing and I would recommend anybody to get it. What time and is also, Sorry, go on. No, go on. No, sorry, and that, that programme, um, if, if people couldn't go to the match, that programme is going to be coming out in a non-attendance ticket that people can buy buy that uh, online and they get a full programme of all that included in that non-attendance ticket. No, that's a that's a really good thing to continue to raise funds for people who won't be able to, for whatever reason, yeah. get to Turles next Sunday. It would support the foundation as well, yeah. so it would, you know, it would be fantastic. What time's throwing? Throwing is two o'clock and we have the Sean Tracy Pipe Band leading the two teams around um, before that and Fergal Hogan is the referee. Well, listen, there's um, the Shades of an Elm Munster final if you've got the Sean Tracy pipe band and all out. Yeah, no, no, I would have Nor- Noreen Ryan, you know, Noreen Ryan, she's singing the national anthem for us. So we look, we have a lot of preparation put in and things are, are, are looking, looking well for us. And I suppose at half time, um, while I think of it now, I might as well tell you, we have a long puck competition and we had the, the, the um, county finals of that in Toronto last Saturday evening. And can I tell you the four people that qualify for the final? Please final's? do. And yeah, Daramoni, Daramoni, Eroch, and Icarty. I'm sorry, uh, he's, he's, he's got a hell of a puck on him, that fella. Go on. Yeah, the big puck. Cahal Dillon and Barlo. And then we have their Tipperary, and we have two from Kilkenny. We have Paddy Ling from Dror in Estig, and we have Mickey Kerwin from Ben Moore in Kilkenny. Excellent. So they're, they're the four. And that's the halftime entertainment. That's halftime entertainment. And also at halftime... My money's on Mooney, by the way. Pardon, your money's on the one. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to set up a book. I may mean, well uh, do, yeah. I'll be taking bets underneath the decline then. Go on. Very good, very good. At half time as well, we have then, as well, we have Tipperary Supporters Club. They're making a presentation to um, Dylan's parents, Dan or Hazel, and I think maybe just Kelly's going to accept that. And that's coming from last year when the Supporters Club, uh, they picked Dylan as player, a player of the year. Just so that's one hit. Just, that's great. And I hope, it's a, it sounds like it's going to be a great day and I hope you get... Really, really bumper tenants. I just want to ask one sort of housekeeping point because it comes up here every Monday morning on Fran Curry's show and that yep. is, do you have to buy your tickets in advance because sometimes people choose to spontaneously go to things and want to, want to tap a card at the entrance. Is that per- permissible? Okay. I, I, I tell you, there's two ways of answering that. The first way is that if everybody would go into the Dylan Quirk Foundation and you can buy your ticket online there, okay? And we would love if people would do that because it would give us a, a good idea of what the attendance is going to be um, because at the moment 
we're only opening the new stand and like hopefully please glad that things went well we'd open the old stand as well but the second part of that question I'd answer Ian is that we're opening the tap and go system that people can turn up with their banking card and tap it and in they'll go Okay. Yeah. Now it's so, great because sometimes people just make a decision based on weather you know and you right. might be sitting there and having your breakfast and you go do you know what we'll tip into Thurles and you know right. and I suppose look at just or, or, or um, Ronan when talking to you everybody uh, concerned with the match um, going ahead for the foundation in um, Thurles next Sunday everybody has given up their time from, from all the people that's participating from stewards to bands to uh, um, putting yeah. meals up it's all 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 given a free free so it is nobody is charging anything so everything from simple stadium to the whole lot is 100% free to the foundation I hope you have a bumper bumper day and every good, best wish to the Quirk family and to everyone out in Clannelty Andrew and uh, she'll look I'll bump into you on Sunday maybe you will of course and right. thanks very much for your time, time. not at all Andrew take care of yourself Cheers, it's bro. Andrew Friday joining us there for Clannelty uh, 2 o'clock throw in make sure you head up to Thurlis for that and book your tickets at the Dylan Quirk Foundation website nearly out of time but I've got to deal with a big news story that happened over the weekend and that's the FAI Junior Cup the hardest thing to win in sport and St Michael's are into the last eight Ray Lonergan is with us how are you Ray? Very good morning Firstly congratulations to St Michael's on marching on to that last eight you know how tricky these cup ties can be a 3-1 win talk us through it Yeah they're very intensity from the off in the very first couple of minutes won a penalty a great run by Jimmy Carr down to take down Dusted himself off and dispatched it to the net. Great start. And shortly after, the same player down the left again. Uh, perfect cross. Davis battery powerfully headed home. 2 0. And to be honest, before half time, it could have been four, but for a great save. And Russell Kirk hit the bottom of the post. Now, in the. Uh, is Russell Kirk back? I haven't seen him. He is, he is terrifically well. Because he's uh, an FAI Junior Cup winner of the year you bet Ballinanti. Yeah, yeah, he does, right? But a good man to have back in, your, in the fold. Um, Walford Hibbs came with a decent reputation, one of the top Walford sides in South Australia. And Shamor were reputed to be the top three in in Walford. And, um, you know, the Virgo, they showed that our defence, I must commend them, you know, it was a goals win matches, but our defence gave up one or two chances to hold you. One of those was a penalty, and that was a consolation one. Well, it would have been tricky if they attacked on another one aspect, but they scored their penalty and eventually won 3 1. But just looking at the last eight run, and it is a fantastic geographical spread. Oh, I know. And, you can, yeah, you can go anywhere. Well, Nelly Nettie, Limerick, on Crana, Hearts, and Donegal, Carga, Galway, Crumlin, or Sandy, Hitchin, or Dublin, Gory of North Westford, Killarney, Kerry, Newmarket, Clare, and ourselves. You know, so. Um, We'd be hoping, you know, the, the lads are training well, the management are doing everything, leaving no stone unturned. And, um, you know, with the experience we have, yeah. you know, we, 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 we you know... Um, Stay where you are, Ray, because I'm going to bring in Barry Ryan, who's also on the line, who uh, does a football analysis for us. Barry, how are you? Hi, how are you, Roland? Good. Um, just talk about the banana skins that are left in that FAI Junior Cup draw which takes place tomorrow um, home tie obviously would be what Saints would want Killarney Celtic looked very impressive when they knocked out Peak Villa earlier on in this competition so that's one perhaps to avoid Yeah you know it's funny I think Killarney would be a peach of a draw for St Michael's uh, Stephen McCarthy has decided to stay and turn down an offer from Kerry but the rest of them have gone to Kerry they'd be down five or six players they had a plum draw in Tala um 
and came through it. But Peak Villa were hugely disappointed. They absolutely destroyed Killarney for 89 minutes and gave away one chance to Stephen McCarthy and were knocked out. I think St. Michael's would comfortably deal with Killarney. OK, and who else then? Um... I, I, but look, Ballinanti, um, I think are a dangerous side, a really dangerous side. St. Michael's in pre-season were on the receiving end. I think it was 4-1 against Ballinanti um, in a challenge game. And I remember uh, talking to me all burn on his day home that night. And he said, I'm telling you, he said, Ballinanti. He said, look, we were, we were disappointed that we didn't play well. He, but he was blown away by Ballinanti. And it's funny, seven months later, that proves to be very interesting. Ray, Ballinanti would bring back shades of an FAI Junior Cup final, wouldn't it? I remember as well, and like that was a team. I think Jimmy Carr was on it. David Slattery was on it. That's right. Yeah, yeah. The lads are still there and still Lusty the trunk And uh, fantastic, you know the, the, the longevity of these lads and the fitness levels are just great. Yeah, um, but so far so good for like the season is exactly where you want to be, competing at the FAI oh. at the business end, Ray. Yeah, it, 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 is, it is. Yeah, we like to get in in the FAI over Christmas but to be in the last day no, end of January or February you know it's it's brilliant you know we're looking forward to the draw tomorrow you know and I can't say what we'd prefer because you know the opposition at this stage are going to be good and a lot of uh, new faces in there I think, I, you know, I think it's really are, fresh actually the world of the new Bon now we probably wouldn't fancy that away from home but <laughs> I'll from from they dispatched Avenue of 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 Ennis, who who had um had a, an eight 0 victory in Cork in the previous round, so that was a bit of a surprise to me. So Colgan must have something about them. Um, Crumlin have been in the last stages in a few years. I I think to play Pickford. Newmarket are a good side too. I've seen yeah. them. Newmarket are probably one of the best sides in the last ten years without winning something major. That's true. No, but they have a young side this year, I believe, um, Stephen Kelly and they're managed by Pat Purcell, former League of Ireland player and player with Newmarket. So they'll have his nose, you know, his his experience um, for the younger lads. You know, Newmarket are a good side. Listen, before I go, Barry, just very quickly, uh, in the Credit Union Premier League this weekend, big win for Banshee Celtic. You've got 20 seconds on it. Yeah, huge win. Uh, fair play to them. And they have five games in hand now on the table. So this has shades of Brian Robson keeping West Brom up. This could be <laughs> one of the great survivals. There you go. I, I knew you'd, you'd end on a high note. Listen, lads, thanks to you both. Take care of yourselves. We'll thanks talk to you next week. Thanks all the best, Ray. Thanks indeed. That's all we've got time for tonight. Ian O'Connor produced. We'll be back with you next Monday night. Good night and good luck. So